0: you found us. you found found Biddy's podcast, Pursue the Art of Noticing. This is a place where we say yes. Yes to the invitation to be more present. Yes to the invitation to sit in a moment long enough to capture beauty, record it, and hold it. Yes to the art of slowing down, to be still enough long enough to spot wonder, and to experience the joy of being soaked, drenched, bathed in awe. I'm your host, Elizabeth Wynne Marshall, and you're listening to episode 15 of season two. I'm so glad you're here. This is my place to practice hospitality. I'm your host, and you're my guest, and that you're here is a gift. Join me now as we practice by encouraging one another, listening to one another as we stumble on beauty, get whisked away by whimsy, and watch out, especially close, for wonder. If you joined me last week for episode 14 of this season 2, you'll remember I shared with podcast listeners some words I poured out on the page, birthed them from my soul. They were born out of my own passion for noticing more intently, more intentionally. They were born out of a desire to share with others, this desire of my own heart to be more present in this one life. Um, For this one day in this one extraordinarily fascinating and complex world, one created with mystery, intrigue, and beauty. Listen in now as I offer these words to you. Thank you for being present on this journey with me. It is a privilege to know you are here. To be a note taker, to practice the art of noticing, this is what my soul craves. We were created by God to be receivers of his goodness. My heart and my hands, all that I have for receiving must be open and waiting. I have lived too many years with my hands palmed down and closed fisted. Today I cut my hands palms up and open. I am ready to welcome, to raise the cup to my lips and drink. I don't want to settle for a sip when I can take deep gulps. Perhaps you're craving a life of noticing too, a life that pays attention, finally, and pauses long enough to be fully present. Perhaps you are called to take note. For years, I have had a deep hunger to be more skilled at this art form. It has resurfaced as a theme in my blogging, my poetry and prose, and in my social media posts. I came to this place of hunger when I realized that parts of my life were fuzzy, vague, missing the details I knew existed but could not recall. I knew I was missing something because I had indeed lived it, but I couldn't remember. I had not recorded the moments well or observed them carefully enough to retain them. How could I remember what I did not take note of? It is a humid July morning, a bit cooler because of the recent rain on my grassy southern lawn. From inside the kitchen of Merci, I catch a glimpse of watery pinks in the sky, an emerging coastal sunrise. It is early and the kitchen is frosty cold, windows fogged and opaque, the cold nudging me awake as I sleepy-eyed drink my dark coffee. I have only a wink of time to make a decision before the opportunity vanishes. Skies wait for no man. I decide the sky and I should rendezvous in the yard. Not yet fully dressed for my day, I pivot, rush out the door, and grab a sliver of spontaneous beauty. I have witnessed an unforgettable watercolor sky, prefacing my day with art and divine glory. I have taken note and rubbed shoulders with the heavenlies. And I am touched by wonder. This is how I am trying to live. I am embracing events both big and not so big, finding wonder in the right here and right now, the huge wow moments that could hardly be missed, and the minutiae too. I am certain the minuscule moments hold my redemption. A hundred little threads of grace run through my now. I pull them as if they are lifelines to a new way of living. I followed the crumbs on the path to a new way to remember and record, one crumb, one moment at a time. There was a time when I would not have slowed or been halted by the sky, when the here and now would come and go in the blink of an eye. There were years when busy and rushed set the pace of my days. There were chapters and seasons where I was not stewarding my life experiences as one fully present in her now. I'd like to remember with sharper clarity, to hold the past with the tenderness it deserves, to recall more. But there are moments when I am a stranger in the room of remembering. While I cannot remedy the past, I can recommit myself to the present, to seeing through the lens of attentiveness, noticing now with an eye for detail is my redemption song. Grabbing the pen and paper will allow me to archive and preserve adding richness to my life. After all, the more I notice, the richer my life and my art become. And, most importantly, the more I witness the hand of God, the more I experience the Spirit of God and His love. Years ago, I asked my husband to buy me a cello. I had fallen in love with the instrument's deep, rich sound. Enamored by Yo-Yo Ma's music, I would find myself soothed and stirred by the music, created by the pull of the rosin bow across the strings. Though I had never played the cello, only the viola briefly when I was in grade school, I had a deep longing to play this handsome musical instrument. I located a used cello on the internet and called my husband, who was traveling on business, asking him to buy it for me. He tracked it down and brought it home, I tried unsuccessfully to connect with a teacher. I never learned to play. Though I never played a piece on that beautiful cello, I have kept it in our home for years. It is a symbol of the encouragement and kindness shown me by my husband. It reminds me of his love and our shared hopefulness in my learning something new. Though he was tired and ready to be home, he turned around on his business trip to find that cello, going out of his way to buy the skipper's for his wife who didn't know how to play a single note. The cello holds a story, a piece of my life, one I want to cherish and recall. It symbolizes a dream, a possibility, and a desire for beauty, the beauty of possibility. You are a historian, recorder, and documentarian of your life. You can begin to recall the day your husband brought you a cello and the morning of pink-tinged sky. You can take note of small moments in real time. Practice by jotting down what you witness, experience, feel, and see in the moments of your day. This is your instrument of possibility. Join me as we practice the art of noticing as we take note now. Remaining attentive is both simple and challenging, a profound paradox. As we see what Jonathan Edwards calls God's manifestation of his own perfection, we are faced with the call to respond. Will it be gratitude? Will it be an act of embracing and celebrating? In order to see and savor fully, completely? Our response starts with slowing and deciding to be all in, all here. If we are half in and half out, we are at risk of being partial partakers. We risk collecting, gathering, and feasting on mere crumbs, leaving the table after the soup course. Our response determines whether we experience completeness, the entirety of the gift. When we become intentional about looking with the lens of truly seeing, we savor and celebrate God's Excellency in our lives. We identify it with a sacred pause and call it by name. We notice what is before us. We record and acknowledge its goodness and we are changed by the transaction. He has given and we have fully received. We cannot possibly remain the same. I am learning, yet nowhere close to mastering this, but I like the process, and I am grateful for the ways I am seeing. The dimness is lifting, clarity is coming into focus. Like my dream of playing the cello, I dream of being more fully awake to the rich music reverberating throughout my own one life. I am an explorer, a hunter, and a gatherer of the moments. The pen is our tool. The eyes of our heart are tools too. We have been given all we need. Let's get started. I'm your host, Elizabeth Wynne Marshall, and you've been listening to episode 15. I look forward to this place with you on Wednesdays, and I'm humbled that you come here on Wednesdays or whichever day you find is best for you as a listener. Please consider stopping in and saying hello after you leave here. You'll find me on Instagram at Elizabeth Wynn Marshall, where I post several times a week for my followers. Instagram is truly one of my favorite mediums as an artist. It allows me to capture an image in my right now life and pair it with words, sometimes just a few, sometimes with poetry, often to quote, and sometimes I write a longer post, one, what I call a micro blog post. As I try to find balance and achieve a healthy amount of screen time in my day, I find myself returning to Instagram with fresh eyes. I believe it can be a beautiful place for community. If you are there, share what you're seeing by using the hashtag Peabody's podcast and pursue the art of noticing. And show me what you're seeing through your own lens, one of heightened noticing, and presence. And if you have found something of value here, might you consider sharing this podcast with a friend? As always, I'm grateful that you chose to carve out time to be right here with me. Until next Wednesday, I'm cheering you on in your own journey of creativity and a life of noticing the sacred, the holy, the beautiful, and even the mundane. Find the ordinary, and in that, see the extraordinary. Thank you.